All right. Welcome into 107. I think uh, Kufre saved this episode from being a uh, above above the average toxic episode. Maybe. I think we were. I don't know if it'd be worth that. You don't think so? No. I no. feel a lot better though. At like oh, yeah, at like sure. halftime down one nil. Uh, I was I was bad. I was going out bad. I was upset at the ref. I was upset at hack. I was upset at hack haters. Uh, I was upset at Matty that he tricked us from the Montreal game. I was upset <laughs> with the club in general that they tricked us from the Montreal game. And I was just ready to come on here and offload these emotions onto the listener so I could just carry on with my life as a normal person. See, but like, I feel better. I, feel I went better I went to begin to prepare my dinner. Yeah. Towards yeah. halftime. And I just hear some kind of the, the biggest sigh come from your room. And it was so funny to me. I'm like, damn, he's really taking this to heart right yeah. now. Um, but no, I mean, exactly what we said in the last episode happened, which was a win turns our frown upside down and suddenly the agenda will flip, mm-hmm. um, which was, you know, this, this streak of draws turns to an unbeaten streak the second that we win. Um, it took a stroke of brilliance from both Kufre and Pellegrini to get us there. Um, obviously, we're, we're sitting watching fireworks and at the same time that that game was happening. So yep. um, that's why... Our first thoughts are, are coming now because of the midweek and just kind of being busy that weekend. But what what, what did you feel with the, with the win, first of all? Uh, with Montreal, I mean, I don't know. I, I think we we had the pleasure of we created like the every touch on Matsy, and I think it, it gave me a different outlook, I think, than maybe a lot of people had on him on the night because obviously he's getting the sports center posts and the clip is getting rerun everywhere, you know, possible. But when it really comes down to it, I don't think, you know, that goal was uh, much above kind of what he showed on the night. You know, aside from that, he was pretty much the regular old Matty that we, we know and love for better or for worse. But I, I think we strong. Yeah. Word. Well, I guess, I guess me and I'm, well, let me not out myself, but I was the, the dummy that went Matthew on Blue City Radio Love at the end of last year and said he would be, like, the catalyst for this season, and here we are. Maybe. I mean, but catalyst defined mm-hmm. could mean that that goal, Maybe his goal, is the catalyst to, you know, spur on the, the, the tail end of our season. And um, I would have felt a lot more like that was the case if we won this game, too. Which I thought we were going to do, but um, yeah, I think yeah, watching the watching every touch of Matthew was kind of like the same thing. Um, he's like going to have record-breaking yellow card numbers for us. <laughs> yeah. um, it just seemed like it was going to be one of those games. I think it, early on we were uh, watching while we were walking from brewery to brewery, mm-hmm. and I jokingly said that he's going to be double oh seven with uh, zero goals, zero <laughs> yeah. assists, and seven mm-hmm. yellows, but. Uh, you told me that there was a, there was an assistant in there yeah, somewhere, yeah. so that kind of ruined that. But even still, I mean, you know, this being his first, so now what? He's one goal, one assist, and eight to nine yellow cards on the season. Yeah, uh, not it, a good ratio. I mean, yeah, not a good ratio. I think he he's been blessed in the way um, that GP obviously got injured, and. In that way, Matty gets to come in and play. Kufre, or sorry, not Kufre, Cushing is a very big Matty fan. He's proven that over uh, a number of weeks earlier in the season, playing him when there really seemed to be no reason to. And that has kind of started to continue now. But thankfully, you know, for tonight anyways, GP is back against um, 
who do we even just play? Charlotte. 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 Uh, Charlotte. Literally, the game ended like 12 minutes ago, <laughs> and I already tried to put it out of my mind. But yeah, I mean, GP obviously once he came into the Charlotte game, not to hop around too much, but like it was night and day. And I think Seagal was also a factor of that. But really, what it boiled down to was um, was GP for sure. Yeah, which I mean, yeah, going to that when you have those two Maddie performances back, you know, back to back where, you know, remove yourself from the goal, which again, stroke of brilliance, Mm -hmm. wonderful goal, beautiful talent. Um, Can't say, can't say enough about it. Best goal that we've had in a long time as in with CFC fans. Um, You, you remove that goal and you're looking at two very mediocre performances, borderline bad performances. You know, you're not looking at great 10 out of 10, you know, all metrics are being hit type performances. So um, you see a GP coming into, into the game and create a bunch of chances. Um, unfortunately, none of them go to the back of the net, but ton of chances, way better quality, you know, quicker thinking, everything. Matty's probably out of the lineup again. Well, we kind of had the the uh, the pleasure, I guess, or the we, we were lucky to able to be, to be able to see both those Matty performances back to back. Because like truly, if you take away that goal, they're pretty much identical. Like yeah. they're the same thing. So like any expectations uh, or thoughts that you had, you know, there's probably a certain number of foot mob rating that a goal buys you. Uh, same thing with the you know Hudson River Blue player ratings and stuff that all the fans fill out. We fill out. Um, there's a something that a goal, especially of that caliber. I mean, it's not just an average goal. Even just a regular tap in will buy you some points. But right. something like that is obviously going to even bring you above and beyond. So I think it's interesting to be able to look at both and say those are identical performances aside from that one kick and how different just in terms of like agenda or uh, thought process, how they can look complete. Those two performances can look completely different because of one moment of brilliance. Yeah. And I think, you know, to get into a little bit of the hack talk, um, he obviously had that one moment super i wouldn't call it unlucky because he obviously did it there was no luck involved in that that was just poor decision making and you know he got spun around i think once more on the outside of the box later in the game but aside from that one moment in the same way that matty's goal turns a mediocre performance uh into an incredible one in in the minds of of watchers um is the same way that uh you know an average performance for hack is turned into a disaster class because of playing the one ball that ends up being you know ends up being the goal for them right yeah no which is unfortunate too because it comes you know at the end of maybe four five six solid games for hack well that's the thing is you know this game did not look aside from those two moments that we just mentioned this game did not look much different for hack than the last four where he was player of the month candidate alongside gp and barraza somehow barraza won it i i probably would have put in that still fireworks on still fireworks (laughs) wednesday wednesday the fifth yeah today's wednesday and those are fireworks they are fireworks um but yeah so at least when it comes to me for player of the month i would have probably taken gp hack barraza or hack gp barraza so to see barraza take it over both of them i think was uh, interesting, but the the bottom line is that Hack was top one to two best players over the course of probably the last month and a half, and tonight's performance did not look much different aside from the that, moment. You know yeah. the moment, and you know that's something Cushing often talks about in the press conferences. We're little moments away from literally winning a game or losing a game. Yeah, 
definitely. I mean, we're we're a few moments away from being a completely different club. I think with in in regards to Hack, I think he's been one of the most solid players. Um, I know that there's been, you know, there's there's the Hack haters who have been waiting for this moment, mm-hmm. which feels dirty too. You know, um, you know, you're kind of just waiting for a moment to dig out a guy who, you know, who's um, a local kid, academy kid, like wouldn't wouldn't you want to be behind him wouldn't you want you know to be kind of even delusional in the sense and call him better than he is you know what i mean like that's that's the type of player that you really want to get behind but is that us not i'm not really no i don't think so i, I was think gonna say we're, we're we're removed enough from it to to see if really for what it is but we are prepared to die on this hack hill i feel like yeah stepping because back a little because bit. the Visually, uh, visuals and the stats back it up. Mm-hmm. Outside of you know, uh, you know, a, a kid, an academy kid is going to make mistakes here and there. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's played the game will know that. Yeah, and I'm not going to guess how many appearances he's had or starts that he's had this season, but we know for sure that first one. I think it was the first game of the season against Nashville. Although it didn't go our, go our way, Hack had a masterclass. I think that was like our thumbnail too. And then obviously the last month and a half, if we want to take this game out just to be, uh, you know, to help out the case of people that don't like him, we're still talking going maybe six for eight, yeah. eight for ten on appearances. Yeah. Like, I mean, how much, uh, how much more can you ask, especially from a kid like that? Uh, I'm interested to see what the lineup is going to look like. We obviously saw Tiago Martins back training at halftime. I think probably just you know warming up, going through the motions. I guess Tavon probably falls out of the lineup, and we go Tiago, Hack, and Chano, and we roll with the these same tactics that we've been going with. Yeah, I would hope so. Um, you know, I, I did see statistically Tavon had a had a good good game statistically. Mm-hmm. I think um, maybe it's just a little bit of PTSD seeing him on the ball sometimes at, um, with his form that he's had recently. Um, but I just I felt unnerved a little bit watching him play, but that could 100% be you know my bias from his recent performances. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested to to watch it back with the context of his stats and kind of see the game differently, I guess, and, and not have the stress of, of potentially losing. Um, but I yeah I don't think that he has played better than Hack over say the last five games. So when Tiago comes in, I I do think it's going to be Tavon that's going to be getting the boot. Yeah. Do you think there's any chance that we try to go back to a back four? I, I think now no. we've so many games, we've strung together so many five, three in the backs. Yeah, because I think, I think what it is, I think Cushing has found his um, formation and he's going to plug people into the spots that that are in the formation. He's no longer, you know, changing his formation or his tactics for players because I don't yeah. think anyone really deserves that. There's yeah. not a single player outside of Ledesma. That could say I want, you know, that demands a different formation to plug him into a position. And I think aside from, you know, GP with the injury and nursing that a little bit and then Santi on yellow card accumulation, uh, I liked Cushing kind of rolling with the same. You often see this a lot when if you get a win or if you're, you're rolling with wins, regardless if you feel like some people are better in other positions than certain players, you roll with the squad that's getting it done because they continue to get it done. You know, we're pretty unlucky that, unfortunately, Santi and GP both have to, uh, you know, throw off that rhythm, kind of unbeknownst to them or not necessarily their fault. But, you know, I almost think if, if Santi is in the whole game, 
if GP is in the whole game, it's like very likely that this is a win. Because I mean, I don't even know if it was on air or we talked about it, but like this should have been like a ten nil win. Oh, easily. Like if we have a tot, like Tati scoring a poker in this oh, game, yeah. if he's if he's starting. Hundred percent. Um, you know, I think above all, you could blame Hacks' uh, moment for the reason we only got a point. Mm-hmm. I would blame, you know, that those things are going to happen. A defender is going to make a mistake that leads to a goal in his career. It's going to happen. How many times do do attackers genuinely get open, clear cut chances in games? Well, Tyler's got it's four not, or five it's, tonight. It's not very often, <laughs> and we we were cutting Charlotte open, and and not finishing. Um, that goes for GP as well. GP really had a ton of chances. Um, his favorite open up his body and shoot on his left foot far post was was there, and he chose his right foot for some reason. Hits the post. Um, you know, there's uh, you can blame this game a lot on finishing, but going back to what you said, which was you know Santi being out tonight. GP being out the night before, it's been a it's been a season of that of mm-hmm. Nick Cushing kind of having to use what's there. Tiago gets months. injured, Chano's out for international. Sands has been gone for who knows how long. Yeah, like it's always something. There's never a full eleven. I don't think I can't remember the last time we had a full uh, no, healthy I can't eleven. Either. It would have had to be over two months ago. Yeah, over, one of our home stints. It might have been. Like so, the last great home game that we had was three 0 against FC Dallas. Yeah, I think we were there at City. I think that was literally the yeah, last time, because yeah. that was right before uh, Sands and Chanel left on their first international duty. I remember us being upset that Keaton didn't get called up, and I mean how how things repeat themselves. <laughs> like Keaton yeah. is still two months later, two and a half months later now. Uh, he's gone through three different windows where he's could have gotten called up at this point, and he's still. Playing out of his, I mean, genuinely out of his mind. When it comes yeah. to a player in our midfield that is pulling the strings, tonight it was it was Richie and Keaton together, but more so lately it's been Keaton. Like it's just been Keaton, yeah. Keaton, Keaton. Santi's been spinning around doing his thing. Richie's been, you know, not exactly what we've known him to be uh, up to, but Keaton has been so consistent, and it's you know, I feel for him because it's really unfair. I think I don't know. It's just really I hate to see it. It's very upsetting, actually. <laughs> like, I just keep walking down the stairs of like how shitty it is. But I think I saw, t- I don't know if it was Greg or BJ or the sporting director that said it, that the reason why Keaton is not being called up is because he's not familiar with the system. Which... Dude, it doesn't matter. He has a, he has a friend and a partner that he's gone to war with multiple times right next to him. Well, and yeah, so Paul Harvey, which we're all you know, NYCFC community very aware of tweeted exactly that, you know, I think he said, uh, Keaton is not familiar with the system checks notes. He would play alongside James Sands every game. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Uh, but even aside from that, I, you know, even if Sands wasn't there, I hate that. That to me is like a cop out excuse Oh, 100%. because it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing because how do you get out of the vicious circle of not getting called up? Cause you don't know the system. Right. So how do you learn the system if they're so, never going to bring you in? And they're not going to do it in tune-up competitions. With Balagon the, was like, just—he was born with knowledge of that system. Yeah. While he was fighting for possibly playing for England. Yeah. He was born for this BJ system. Mm-hmm. This Greg system now, I guess. I mean, where? I don't even know when does that. Do we know when that starts? The, uh, hopefully the never. Tenor? I don't think we're all that lucky. 
I don't think we're that lucky. I hope like I hope it gets canceled or something before. <laughs> well, it already did. He already did. You know what I was thinking actually? What? How funny it is that like a new Twitter thing is coming out. Oh, and yeah. like all of the people that got canceled for like 2013 tweets and now now Twitter's like done and they're like, "Bro, that couldn't have happened like a year earlier." <laughs> yeah. Like, you couldn't have saved my job. Yeah. Um but they did they did try. I don't know if it worked. I guess it didn't work because he literally got rehired. But they tried to. Um you ever, that was kind of like a full circle thing, right? So we were all like, dude, that's so messed up of Raina's dad to do that. <laughs> right. And then once we saw the light, we were like, damn, why didn't it work? Yeah. Like, why couldn't he have gotten canceled? Yeah. Or why couldn't he just not be the coach anymore? And I think Raina is even out at Austin because they, they plugged in um, a Man City guy into Raina's job at Austin. Yeah, he resigned. Yeah. yeah. So, so it actually ended up where the – not the good guy because you ruined. Well, our they're club. both bad guys. <laughs> they're, they're both, both not good guys. guys. But yeah, they both lost. The well, one just the lost a little. Lesser less. of two evils guy <laughs> yeah. got his job. The, back. the guy who is ruining our maybe the best uh, pool of players we've ever had. Yeah, it's I mean so it'll deep. it'll always be the best pool though. As, I don't think so. As time goes, we're not gonna get worse. I guess yeah. Right? We could. I mean, we could. We could, we could if, if we're like, shipping Pulisic's to Syria. The I fact guess. that there's like fully, there's like two separate pools of players, and and both are equally deserved to be on the field. Oh, I'm just yeah. Like there's the European pool. I'm fed up with the European versus MLS thing. It's it's there's the Keaton Parks is good enough. Sands yeah, is good 100%. enough to be on the main team. One hundred percent. Which people want to call the Europe team, like, and there's other guys that are getting positions over them. I think. Strictly because they're in Europe, which is just like Weston McKinney should not start over Keaton Parks. That's pretty. They're close. I don't. I don't know. I think McKinney at this but, point is riding the coattails of his athleticism that Keaton doesn't. But I have. think he's riding the coattails of Leeds. He has that. He has that. Uh, what push did well, he say? He has that stench on him, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> Aubrey's wife. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Weston, uh, clean, clean him up for the IG. When he, the stitches yeah, yeah, on him. yeah, yeah. So what you know, Weston's posting the pics with Pulisic and stuff, but you can still smell it. You can still smell the leads. Obviously, Aronson. I guess Aronson doesn't get the same raps. So maybe you're onto something because Aronson, everybody seems to still believe is a bit of a wonder boy, and yeah, he, he was on leads. So, anyways, yeah. But this no, is I, a NYCFC. Well, it's, it's devolved, yeah, but. <laughs> Even if you do separate the two pools into the Europe pool and the MLS pool, like both could stand on two feet and both could really be their own team. Like they both deserve to all play. And and like sorry for the language, but like didn't we cancel Abby Wambach over this bullshit like ten years ago with her, uh, her and many other people? But she was kind of the poster woman for yeah Jurgen coming in and bringing in all these European people. Um, yeah, that, that you know have a, an uncle in America or or whatever they were saying they have a grandpa right. in America but you know making fun of people like uh, even like Jermaine Jones kind of got bad rap because I think he was born in Germany on a military on a military base, military base. Yeah. yeah and like I mean I don't know all these every guy that has represented America I feel like is American I mean that's like you can't the... walk down this like what is honestly because the issue is like what Abby Wambach means is like where are the white guys like you know I... so. Partially, know. but I think also she meant like, like it's it's taking away the opportunities of the American-born, like full system American-born players, 
but at the same time it's like it's the it's a common uh racism l where it's like you know um you're racist but if you you know your bagel shop owner is a certain color like you you love that guy yeah right in the same way that if ronaldo had a grandmother in america we would all be saying suey yeah ronaldo every single time he scored the best american so that we have um you know nah yeah i don't know how we got here i don't either but uh i'll die on this hill just to wrap up men's national team talk we have not had well, i don't know how many managers we've had since jurgen but none none have been up to jurgen standards and that is i'll die on that tactically yeah i mean right. nobody but, nobody but has been as good as jurgen jurgen kind of got blackballed from the world after the national although team. he was he was on uh world cup analysts and he was doing great he was and great also up there. He was i love coaching, jurgen um some national team, I forgot. Yeah, well, we have Greg now and uh, the 2026 World Cup to look forward to. I guess, you know, I, don't I, don't, know. I guess I'm, the contract, like when a guy gets appointed manager right now, you're with him through thick and thin through the World Cup, right? Well, because we're already – the, the sad part is there's not like anything that can happen that takes his job because we're auto-qualified. We got right. it. We got it with the home nation. You There's nothing right. like we he, we can't even Although, be in danger of not getting it. I was gonna say Canada, uh, Canada might find themselves not even the, existing, but I don't think we'll I don't think we'll have that issue. We should buy them, dude. Imagine buying Canada's Davies. Just get Davies. Davies and uh, I don't know Kyle Lauren, UConn guy. That might just be They'd us. probably both be our Connecticut somehow. side talk. Nah, nah, I would take Jonathan David. Yeah. I'm not, if you look at like the pure talent that has come through NYCFC, whether that's through academy or just players that have like been on our roster and then at some point gone on to do something, like if we had kept some of these guys around, because some of them honestly are not in positions above the MLS at this point, but are when combined MLS beaters, like MLS world beaters. So I don't know, like Kiri, I think of is still I think killing it in Salt Lake. Jonathan David, where? I think is still is he still MLS? Uh, was he ever? Jonathan he was on David. our team. Jonathan David was not on our team. Yes, he was. We never had a Canadian guy named Jonathan David on our team. I'm pretty sure. You're... Isn't he the fast guy that you always like? Everybody always signs in FIFA. No. He's a right winger. No. I'm lost. Well, You're lost. In the have sense. we ever had a Canadian on NYCFC? I don't think so. Not well, that I know. Bringing it full circle back to <laughs> who knows source, back to source might link us to one soon. <laughs> you get a link. You get a link. You get a link. Um, yeah, I guess bringing it full circle back to back to NYCFC. Charlotte, I don't know how. I I don't know. That's the other thing. I don't know how Charlotte has our number. I think that's another thing that kind of had me down in the dumps at halftime was just thinking back to us being at the stadium. For the away game in 2022. They talked about it, too. Yeah. And they talked about a lot of stuff to upset NYCFC fans on that broadcast. Uh, clearly, they saw our tweet because they mentioned that NYCFC fans were upset on Twitter. And I think it was only us and HRB that talked about it. So I'm glad that bum saw that. I don't even know his name. <laughs> <laughs> when I thought it was BWP he and said not that it was Lloyd Sam. Easy to adjust to uh, our field. Yeah. Which is almost as crazy well, as then he was, it's hard. He was just bragging about how they were good everywhere they went and played. 
It's like, all right, you loser. Then why don't you have a cup then? <laughs> they just have a plate to eat off of. Yeah. He apologized for it, though, after reading our tweet. So. And then he kind of like. take that. Yeah, whatever. He went a little NYCFC <laughs> glazer to uh, to get the to get it back with the seagull comment. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Well, he he was right in a way. We already mentioned it. You know, team team looked better once Seagal came on. Uh, a lot. Just better. making the runs that a nine makes. Cushing W. Go off with that because you mentioned it pre pre record. Cushing W. Um, if if we're gonna sit and criticize, you know, rightfully so, some of the subs, <coughs> every sub that he made today was solid mm-hmm. and on point. Um, and GP on, was the moment for me. Turnbull haters, what eat time your was heart that? Out. Sixty, like in the sixtieth. I think we were like, hey, we need to see GP in the sixtieth, and it came. You know, he came very soon after. Yeah. Uh, Turnbull. There was a. I don't know. Uh, I can't. I can't identify it. But there was a ball that Turnbull played into GP. Yeah. That went through like three defenders and had GP sat at like six nine yards from the goal. Yeah. And it just didn't. It didn't pan out. But. Literally uh, everyone. I like that kid. He he's he's fun to watch. Honestly. He's a great. He's a. Good it sucks because it's a position where we have so much depth. And yeah, and it's gonna take like us being dominant and having off game like lower opponents which we're not we're not that position yet mm-hmm. uh, but yeah i think every single one of his subs were great um even even o'toole because obviously that one had to happen um i thought o'toole came on and looked good turnbull looked like a dog running down that right side like he really he gave the team a lot of energy and a lot of i want it more than than you mm-hmm. um and gp the same gp looked like he could have scored at any moment that's what i liked about gp the most i think one of the first opportunities that he had was against, or uh, he had Richie in. Like Richie was scoring a thousand percent if GP plays that ball, but I I didn't hate that GP took it for himself. Right. Even though you know what what's lost was lost. We need somebody up top, whether that's uh, in, from the nine or either the wings that has a killer instinct like GP. Like every time GP touched the ball, he shot. Yeah. There was I don't even know if there was one oper- or there was one part where he didn't shoot. He took the free kick off Richie. He shot. He hit the post on his first first attempt. Like he just he just kept going for it. With that being said, that free kick was abysmal. That that yeah. was I mean like that was the most anticlimactic thing ever. I thought See, for sure it was we were winning. I thought for we me, were winning off that. Personally, I, the way that it happened in my head was you saw the Desma point. To O'Toole, mm-hmm. being like, "Hey, like, be aware." Mm-hmm. I thought we, um, Gabby was gonna play it backwards somewhat to Ledesma. Ledesma was gonna hit O'Toole quickly, and O'Toole <laughs> was just gonna fire it to the top right corner. Yeah, like that happened in my brain, <laughs> and then I saw him like spurring it on, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's really gonna happen!" Yeah, and then you he just ch- can't waste just chipped it moments like, like that. That that was that was the only low light for me for GP on the night. Uh, yeah. And did we even talk? I know we talked about Kufre scoring, but I think the overall performance. Yeah, the overall performance from Kufre. Last what is it? Three to four weeks now. He has been two weeks. Two weeks. Let's he's be he's been contending GP for the best player on the pitch. Because Portland, I think I tore into him. Yeah. Well, I think he. I think Portland was bad, but the game prior was good. So it was good, bad, good, good. Yeah. Um. Because he had like to two, be fair, an assist or two. Something like that. Get a goal there. called off that was wrong at some point. Uh, but 
I, I chalked it up to 50% the performance that he put in and, and 50% Cushing's tactics for on the day, understanding that we needed to take advantage of the white areas. And we did it on both sides. We did it more effectively on the left side because of Kufre's talent and his ability. Um, but clearly, it, tactically, we wanted to abuse the wings and, and send it wide first. That was mm-hmm. something that, that Nick put into the team. Well, I think there's something to be said, too, you know, for as good as Turnbull or Alenich looked when they're getting to play off uh, GP, who obviously helps anybody around him look better, Kufre did not have that on the left side. Nope. Tales was not that, and in, in spite of all that, I think very early on, Richie and uh, Kufre were like, they were like a stupid. They were a stupid little partnership up there. Like they were yeah. playing triangles and everything. And there was, yeah, like you said, one or two, maybe three chances where uh, one of them played perfect balls. I think Keaton also gave a perfect ball up to Tales. And I don't know when you're in the positions that that he was in tonight. I don't know. It's like with Tati, it was like volume shooting, right? Like you know he's gonna get five to six shots yeah. a game. One yeah, to two nice are gonna go in. Two of them, yeah. yeah. Tales is getting that volume at the moment and he's scoring none and like this isn't the first game like that yeah no nah, I think the the comment that the the only good comment that that um announcer Lloyd. made Lloyd Lloyd what are you like a pack of meat bro don't they sell meat <laughs> Lloyd's meat. hamburgers <laughs> Lloyd sloppy joes <laughs> um yeah, yeah from Lloyd. New Jersey that fits Lloyd uh Mentioned that he loves football too much and he doesn't have that killer instinct. Like, he likes to play too much. Similar to, you know, how Ronaldo was kind of doing the dancing and all that mm-hmm. when he first started. But the difference was Ronaldo was still scoring a disgusting score. Like, like, setting Premier League records well, that and was, dancing. That was one thing I went and looked at before the game because the Pigeons tweeted that he really wanted to tell us, obviously, everybody in the the world wants a tallest goal dude he's on my bumper so i I I don't know that sticker has to come off should have replaced the sticker with the bumper uh but so i went and looked at his his match log and i don't think he's been a part of a goal or an assist in like nine games which is as a left wing is just mental like it's it's occupying the impossible yeah many times it's just not it's just not acceptable. Yeah. Um, so Columbus, Columbus coming up at home. They're in fourth place. I feel like I don't know, it kind of it kind of hurts to see fourth place. Not that it hasn't dawned on me at some point, but to me every year we're like in fourth place, like yeah. most of the time. Or more, somewhere. More often than not, I feel like oh, okay, we're in fourth, which means we're going to get at least first home game. And that that's not the case, and I just thought about that seeing the fourth. So I guess they're you know they're pretty good if they're up there, uh, tied with Miami, which doesn't say much because Miami is a dumpster. Um, they beat the Red Bulls and they beat Nashville, which is two pretty big results. So we're gonna yeah. have to see. I mean, like I said, we're we're knocking on heaven's door in the sense that we are right at the edge of um, the playoffs. We're mm. we're we're looking at being right there and honestly i mean columbus would have beat miami had it not been for um that copy paste goal that they scored at the end from the pellegrini goal so Mm -hmm. um what are we how many points out 
a point we'll, out. Yeah, we're a point out. We're a point from being in playoffs. And so, you know, kind of makes tonight feel worse. We'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> and you, I'm just thinking that you now. were uh, You were maneuvering through that sentence as if it was going to end with, like, a silver lining. And you're like, oh, no, this is shit still, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and they have two games in hand. The two games in hand is what uh, is what kills but, you. But DC though, we're still, four. Still, those three points would have put us at twenty eight, right behind DC. That's the issue. Is uh, two points, so the sorry. the out of the four teams behind us, three of them have two games in hand on us, and they are all pretty much within six points. So if you know, it would be up to them to it would be up to them if they wanted to get in over us. And then, I mean, most of the table, I don't know how we've played so many more games than the rest of the league, but most of the table has at least one, probably half the table has two games on us, which it's bad. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't help. Uh, we still have a good amount of games left, a lot of them being at home. Yeah. And hopefully some news coming grace. as of tomorrow because um, Today the it's window open. is officially open. Open. So... And Atlanta is signing a Frenchman. Mo, mo, uh, I forgot his name. Mo, not Macundi? Macundi or something? We we uh we Google searched his name. He wasn't on the first page of results, so uh, you cannot blame us for not knowing his name. But Columbus, Cucho, Alexandru Matan, we thought we thought Matan was a dog. We we thought he, we were getting him, and we were like, it's gonna be the uh, Matrita reboot, and then he went to Columbus. Nagby holding on the midfield. Uh, Matrita is finally off of our books. And Zellerion. Yeah, they got some good players. Zellerion and and obviously we we gifted them Malde, who last time we played we played them not that long ago, like within a month, but we were at the game. Mal was not very. We were good. at the game. We were not the game. That was the last game we were at, at Yankee Stadium. We didn't see Malt. Yes, we did. And Zellerion and all those other men right there. No, we didn't see that. Well, so we were at that game. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, because we were sitting with... Uh, we watched it our on boy. TV. No, no, no. We were sitting 100%. with our boy. I can't remember his name. Shit. Go back to the schedule. Back to the schedule. Fixtures. If it was at Yankee Stadium, we were at it. Oh, no, it couldn't have been because this one is. So that one would have been away. So you might be correct. And also it was, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. It's hard to know. Seagal tie. I was at a. Uh, that was the 94th minute. Yeah, yeah. I was at a we graduation party. We were not there. Not at all. <laughs> we were not there uh, because it was in Columbus, actually. Yep. Um. But, I mean, we were able to, what, we stole a point from them in that game? Yeah. We stole right a point from them in that dead. game. So, you know, only helps us to be to be at Yankee Stadium. That, at least in the past, has been our fortress. City Field has felt the same, but. I know. really feel another Gabe goal coming, too, just based off oh. the effort of the, of the night. I did say in the group chat, because somebody said Gabe Brace incoming. If Gabe got a brace, that I would have purchased a jersey, and they could all hold me to it and then like four seconds Ooh. later Gabe almost hit that header and uh my bank account was worried they were like there's no way we're spending 200 on a Gabe jersey right and then he skied it and I was just like what's okay, scary is bringing safe. up 
past bets of buying jerseys in this household because I owe everyone a Medina jersey. I'm not sure many people remember that. I, th- I think uh, our numbers have grown exponentially. That yes. doesn't mean they're, you know, doesn't mean they're out of this world. But compared <laughs> to back then, we're in a different a different realm of of listener or yeah. viewership, I guess. So, I mean, you're just outing yourself at this point. And I have a way of you doing know, that. People are. I have a way of doing that. People would say that you want to buy the jersey if you're doing that, but I wouldn't if I were you. I'm not gonna do it. Maybe we. Wait, we made a bet last week. Oh no! Oh yeah! What was it? Oh no no no! It's over the, it's over these four games. So technically, I have one point. I think I lose. Already. So now I need two wins. No, I would need, I would need the rest to be draws. To to no, be able to win because we did over under six and a half. Right. I gave you way too many points. That means we can win and draw, out of the next three. We could win, draw, lose, and you'd be good. I picked under. Right, three plus one plus one is only five. Right. But so I, I need I two te- wins. But I did technically say that we would get six. I said we would win Montreal. Oh, I tapped this. I said we would well, we win Montreal, and I thought that we would win this game and then lose the next two. Yeah. Which which was how I chalked it up. Technically, we could still get six if we draw the next two. No. Yeah. That'd be three. That's one plus one plus one. What's three plus three? Oh, because we beat Montreal. You're right. You're right. Big maths. I'm not Easy feeling maths. good about mine. <laughs> I was supposed to. Uh, well, I was. You're, you're still winning a loss away then. Yeah, against Philly and uh, Columbus. <laughs> the what is that? The second and fourth place teams. No, I, I thought for sure after this game I'd be coasting at six points off of a Montreal and a Charlotte win, but. Uh, Poetic that hack do that for me, <laughs> you know. I'm like the biggest cheerleader, and he has to go in. Uh, screw me, won't drop another f bomb on the pot <laughs> before you know Apple catches our ass with that explicit tag. Yeah, but and um, they catch and they catch every touch. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, if you made it this far, um, so salute to seven. you. I don't know how you did that. This feels like a good one though. Out of you know, not that they don't don't all feel good, but this one feels. This good. one feels like a workout because it is 97 it is, yeah, degrees yeah, in your room. Yeah. Welcome to my life. Ceiling fan, no power <laughs> to it, though. Uh, so you just got to put the window fan in and blow 80 degrees in because that's cooler than 90 <laughs> degrees. Uh, Anyways. 107. 107 in the books. Follow us uh, at Post90Pod, Twitter, YouTube. Instagram, TikTok, and now Threads. 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 Uh, to be honest with you, just follow us on Twitter because we're just gonna every time we tweet, it's gonna be like copy, boot, swipe, Threads, paste, post. Yep. Uh, for the time being, although I have to, I do have to say, although I was definitely in Twitter doomsday mode whenever Elon announced that we had a view limit because we couldn't even celebrate. Couldn't uh, celebrate Montreal. Right. Yeah. The game ended and we were out of tweets. We just, we just had, had to go, to go to bed. To Apple Music and yeah. and be weird. Yeah. So I didn't experience that today though. Since then, I have not seen a rate limit exceeded. Correct. So I don't know if that means I'm not terminally. We were back to work. That's true. We were back to work, and I was mad though today because I kept seeing recycled tweets 
but no rate li limit reached. So I think they're just showing us the same stuff to re to meet the rate. No, to beat the rate. They're like we're gonna load like a hundred tweets, and those are just gonna be tossed into your to your mix to to limit you without to get you limited. You get to the limit. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, a little bit like uh, tinfoil hat. Oh, but I think that's how we got here. I do have to say that we have uh, we've finally combed the podcast. I mean, if you were to go into our muted words on our podcast Twitter account, it looks like a dictionary. <laughs> like every political term known to man, every yeah. anything, literally any other sport, anything on soccer or MLS or NYCFC related, like there's a word in there for Not it. Not seeing it. And then, but then, as you said, every cat or dog video known to man or clips that go hard where you just see somebody die yeah, is on the timeline. And I think you're right. Elon Elon's trying to hit our quota to make yeah. us cough up cough up that eight bucks. Yeah, it's not happening. Not happening, Elon. <clears throat> not Unless happening. YouTube went down and we had to upload our podcast somewhere. Yeah. That's the only shot. That is the only shot. I don't think YouTube is going down though. Although if Elon doesn't want to pay him. There's currently a strike on YouTube. Oh it really? Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> I don't know. I don't 107. Know. I don't know what to say about that. 107. I have to add YouTube strike to the <laughs> muted words we, on Twitter. We might have to block that out of the YouTube version. They might block us they might after block they us. hear that. No, it's after the 10-minute mark. Apparently that matters. The man in charge of the the upload machine is going <laughs> to put our shit on a blacklist. <laughs> no, apparently you get away with anything if it's after the 10-minute mark. Anything, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i mean that's 107 felt felt like a good episode so if you guys liked it uh as as pat mcafee says be a friend tell a friend share it out with other nycfc fans that you know um not sure what the next game we're gonna get out to is but hopefully soon it feels like it's been a while it has been a while but gotta do something against columbus gotta gotta keep gotta keep the ship rolling yeah definitely Cause keep this thing moving, make Matty's goal matter. Mm -hmm. And it was still it, you know. Now that we've uh, we've we've gone through our forty-two minute therapy session, it was still good vibes. This game was good vibes tonight. Oh yeah, yeah. it could have been a lot worse. Stomped them. We had sixty percent possession. We stomped them. We, we just didn't get won. the points. Yeah. Uh, so MMGA make Matty's goal matter, and <laughs> that's not GA. MMGM. Make Matty's goal matter. Or MMGA make Matty great again. I don't think we're getting back that. But when you... MMGA? We can't tweet, we can't tweet that. MMGA? No, we can't. Well, also because, again, implies he was good at some point. <laughs> and we'd... Like, it, it would feel kind of disingenuous to be talking about a 10-second kick when you're saying again. But, I mean, that'll, that'll do it. That'll do it for one of us. Yeah, we got I think. it. At Post90 Pod... Everywhere we said, um, audio only, no ads, but just search Post 90 Podcast, uh, Apple Pods, Spotify, and I think the provider pushes it out to a billion other places too, <laughs> so wherever you're listening, it's on there. Uh, and yeah, Turnbull haters, Seagal haters, eat your heart out. And Peace. we'll catch, I'll oh. say we'll catch you after Columbus. Wow.
because we don't have a midweek. P.S. 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 So we're gonna work uh, work overtime, I guess, do a Columbus episode, and then enjoy seven days off until whatever the game after that is. I think Philly. So we're just gonna warm up for things that can't be said on. Apple I was Pots. gonna. Oh man, I meant to talk about the LAFC uh, game because it was so good for the game. But we'll get out of here. Ninety K is crazy. It was great for MLS. Overshadowing Atlanta is awesome because their fans are terminally online. <laughs> like they need to. I heard terminally, and I was like, "Where are we going?" Uh, terminally online, and I and I've I've been told it it is a little tin foil hatish, but that they have Twitter bots to win wow. to win uh, goal of the weeks for Tiago Almada when oh, he's yeah, scoring goals off of hitting a wall on free kick. I guess ridiculous. Every week, that's what they do. So. I don't know but if they're bought in their attendance that numbers, name too. must also do things for MLS, like, numbers, too. Well, I'm sure it. I'm sure Twitter's pushing it to a they're wider audience. Peter. <laughs> pushing Peter. Sweeter. And more completer. And more completer. Just like this episode. Matty has been robbed. Complete. Completer. 107. <laughs> completer than any podcast episode we've done. Uh, catch you in 108. To us. 108. Peace. Peace. Thank you.